No snare in my headphones. <laughs> Reggie, guess what I don't have today? I, a useless fact. I do not have a useless fact of the day. Thank you. I do have a useless fact. Uh-oh. Do I got my button set up? Go and ahead. we're going to start early with the shots firing. Oh, we're taking shots. Uh, we Tanisha. Uh-oh. <laughs> You're fired. Oh. I and by fire, he means it's 100-something degrees outside. You're fired. Okay? I'm still You miss an episode, you oh, get that's fired. That's what we do. That's what she did to me when I missed the episode. Okay. True. So guess what? I'm back. That hurts my phone. We are back. That's the only thing I do. I just push those two buttons. Another weekend. Beautiful. North Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what I'm saying? Did you say North Las Vegas? Yes, that's what we are. What is good, party people? It's the Killer Time Core. We are back at it once again. I am Corey. We got Reginald. We got a special, special guest in the house. Our friend, AK. Thank you. Did you get the applause? I heard the applause. Okay, good. So tell us about yourself. Who are you, AK? Okay, so um, I'm a woman. I know my voice a little deep. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a woman. Um, let's see. So I'm 39. I'm a mom, a wife. I am the founder of AK's Closet. It's a grassroots organization. It started out with collecting clothes and socks and hygiene products for the houseless population. And it has elevated into now we service parents, foster parents, single parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles who have... Uh, to take the kids for a little bit with our community baby showers. We are going on our ninth one, I think. We do it twice a year. And um, basically we provide um, free diapers, wipes, food, um, pack and plays, cribs, travel systems. That's the car seat that comes with the stroller, double strollers, as as well as a wealth of resources for like breastfeeding, um, pediatric health, uh, pediatric dentistry and things like that. And I, um, I'm a comedian. What don't you do at this point? I, if y'all do that, I swear I will stop right now. It, all, it always feels so long-winded. No, and this no, you're fine. Long-winded. No, 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 no. Well, hear yeah. me out because this is probably the question I hate answering the most. <laughs> I really do because it just it, it it gets lengthy. But let no, me just name it all. We got time. Yeah. So I don't remember what I told y'all. Weed <laughs> so, and babies. And so um so I'm a comedian. I'm a comedic writer, comedic actress, a voiceover actress. Um, in my time doing comedy, actually, let me take that back. I'm an award-winning comedian. There you go. Um, I've won won at least four different awards over the country for comedy. Um, And my my best accomplishment, although over the years, um, I've used my comedy to try to help wherever I could. Um, As of recent, I started a a series of events called Cause We Care Comedy. Mm -hmm. And Cause We Care Comedy is essentially a comedy show slash lip sync challenge that has a different cause for each each show. Now, the difference between my show and what I don't think anyone does it here, but what other uh, comedy shows may do is you don't have to be an organization to 
be a recipient of a cause. Oh, okay. So our very first cause was actually um, a single mother who lost everything to an apartment fire. Okay. So it can be something as simple as your baby uh, can't get on the basketball team because he can't afford a uniform. Right. Like whatever okay. that looks yeah. like, we'll raise the money. And if you can't afford a uniform, you probably can't afford a few other things. Mm-hmm. So essentially it just goes to help. Um, let's see. Um I'm also a radio personality, so um, I have a talk show that I've been a part of since its inception called The Breakdown on Power 88. The People Station has celebrated mm-hmm. 50 years in this community. Um, I love being a part of that station because I feel like I really get a chance to put the people in the People Station, meaning talking about things that directly affect our community. There's so much focus True. on presidential elections and what happened with the submarine right. and the Ukraine and things that are probably on almost never going to directly affect us versus all of the things that happen in this city, Mm -hmm. including resources, especially resources. Let me say that there's so much money, help, funding available, and the people that have it always say they can't find the people that they know statistically shows need it. And then the people who need it are always saying that the government doesn't do anything. And it's like, so I try to be a bridge in between those with different events that I do and make it comfortable for politicians to be there and not be necessarily politicking, but be accessible to the community that they are impacting and the community who they work for, essentially. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people understand that your elected officials work for you. You you are the boss, including especially your superintendent. He is scared of you. He is deathly afraid of you. And you all should know that. Well, most parents don't know that mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of a lot of intimidation factors going to it but if you attend school board meetings then you would understand just how much they they more so work for you but also understanding that that's an entity for sure that needs to be lobbied against see now i'm getting off, off it's track. okay it's okay <laughs> and uh let's see um i'm a mom i have um a son my baby will be four in december he has autism and my stepson is 11 i serve on on the PTO at his school. I volunteer there. And I think that that's it, y'all. Okay. I really hope that there's... Oh, no. I do. <laughs> I have a, um, a jewelry line. So I make jewelry and purses mm-hmm. and okay. lock jewelry and stuff like that. And okay. I, I'm pretty sure I hope that that's it. That's okay. Be, I'm pretty sure me. we'll figure it yeah, out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we got a ritual. I know you don't directly ask you that question. Yeah, that's cool, You know cool, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have a uh, ritual. We're going to take our drink of the week. Uh, what we got today, Reggie? Do you want to, you, you made no, this. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But okay. No. Um, <laughs> so we did the drink of the week. We started posting a video of it. Um, so go back and watch the video. But we did Crown Royal, Peach Snaps, Malibu. Malibu Rum, and Cranberry Juice. And then we top it off with a little bit of Sprite. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to drink today. Yep. It's you asked me what I'm sipping on. That's what it's called. You know what? I got there was a guy at my work selling moonshine, and this is what he gave his samples in. Of the moonshine. At work? You, yeah, you were drinking moonshine at work? And no, I was drinking that later at home. Oh, okay. Hmm? You took the man moonshine in well, his glass? No, no, he gave this. He's like, take this home, have a drink. So we can, and then he puts it in, in a mason jar. So what? So although I don't drink, mm-hmm. um, I was a bartender for nine years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my first job when I moved to Vegas, um, one was at the Ice House, the other was at the Thomas and Mac. Okay. So even though I don't drink, I probably would have left the cranberry juice out. 
I probably would have used pineapple juice instead of orange juice. That's what we was thinking. Yeah, but then we we just followed the recipe that we seen on TikTok. Well, yeah. You gotta follow the TikTok. Mm-hmm. And make them follow you. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually good. Yeah, I want my. I don't know if lemonade. I like this or the Irish redhead better. I want my lemonade, and I like the Irish. The Irish redhead, redhead was better. Yeah, but it's this is good. Juice. It, you know, it, got, it, it might be, is. but this, it didn't call for Sprite, and we added Sprite. The, well, I'll be honest, the Sprite is actually a good touch. Yeah, but it's going, it's countering against that Malibu that you put in mm-hmm. there. Like Malibu and Sprite, really don't go. It do not go. <laughs> good point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so how was everyone's weekend? Reginald, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? No, please go first because I have to remember by looking at pictures. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, my weekend consisted of let me see. Friday, I didn't do nothing. Saturday, I don't think I did anything. We went to Applebee's Saturday. Oh, we did. I went and hung out with with my best friend for a little bit. That was pretty cool. And then went back home. Yeah, we did go to Applebee's. I pulled up on Corey because yeah. he was out of light and scared the, sh- the shit out of him. Basically, yeah. Um, Thanks for that. You're welcome. BJ was like, he's going to shoot us. I was like, he ain't got his gun in the car. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. Um, so then we did that. And then Sunday, <sighs> yesterday. What, ha- what happened yesterday? <laughs> I went over to your house. Yeah. And I proceeded to drink a lot. Yeah. And then I fell asleep and then I woke up and was like, all right, I can go home. Like you slept it off. And then my niece was like, you shouldn't go home yet. Yes. Oh, this is after your first nap. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm good. I can go home. My niece was like, nah, you shouldn't go. And then her boyfriend said it too. And I was like, you know what? I'll teach you. And I went in there and laid down. I was like, I'm going to lay down and show them that I'm going to be ready to go in 30 minutes. And then I woke up and it was midnight. <laughs> so one point to them. Yeah, um, you didn't know how twisted you were, yeah. and that's okay. I mean, I went but in there. Listen, you you yeah, you, got some, you were smart. Like, you listened. You, know you laid down. Yeah, right. It ain't gonna kill me. It ain't like I'm rushing home to do anything. Right. And then I had to sneak out of his house because, of course, there's no keys anywhere or nothing like that. So you could have pushed the white button to lock the door. Snuck out and then went home. Yeah, and then been at home all day. Yeah, man. Um, in the house. What did we do, Judah? Uh, you know my son. Um, has what a girlfriend now. Oh, he does. So uh, he's. Are 15. you gonna cry? How old is he? Fifteen. Oh, that's yeah. this time. Yeah, you gonna cry? No, 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 no. Okay. Only reason I'm gonna, I'll tell you why I'm gonna cry later. I'll tell you why. I'm, I don't so uh, they gonna break up? No, I've been through that one before. Had to, you know. We don't talk about her. Uh, talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't, no. We don't talk <laughs> we don't about. Talk we don't talk about, about the light skinned girl who broke my son's heart. We don't talk about that. Why not? Because yeah, the same reason they didn't talk about Bruno. <laughs> right. So anyway, right. he um, we had me and the wife had plans to go out and hang out Friday, but he was gone from like noon to like eight thirty. Where did he go? He it was her birthday. Oh okay. So we went to the parents' house and. They went to an escape room. They went to Raising Canes and back to the, their house for games and hanging out. Oh, and, okay. You know, a whole bunch of other kids there. They ate. So, you know, they did that. So that was that. Uh, playing chauffeur to kids. You know, so much fun. Can't wait for them to start driving. Um, Saturday. Went to Umami on Saturday. Sushi. Sushi. Oh, that's to, where y'all went after yeah, Applebee's. After Applebee's. Yeah. Okay. Took, took Judah to his uh, drum lesson. Yeah, which is back on Tuesdays now. Thank God, no more Saturdays. Um, That's how I did that. Um, Umami is great if you haven't been yet. I have over there on Durango. Yeah. Do you eat sushi, AK? 
hate sushi. Really? Hate sushi? I'm one of those. Okay. And no, I, watch I, people enjoy, I watch people enjoy it. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Why? So they have other things besides sushi, but yeah. It, yeah. But it's very, very good. Um, had a fun at Applebee's for 30 minutes. Usually when my son's in um, his uh, lessons for those 30 minutes, I get a little bar at Applebee's and chill out. But they pulled up on me and my wife. And it was good. It was a good um, mentorship conversation. Conversation. But just with one of the homies. Yeah, a conversation with one of the homies. You know, um, yeah, you just never know what the conversation can lead to and who can help, which I, I, I'm appreciative of those moments of just random conversations where it could help somebody. Um, you know, which is kind of how we started this podcast off of, off of those random conversations at the bar. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, then suddenly we had the uh, Sunday dinner at my house with all the family and friends. Jesus. Well, mostly friends. Yeah, all the friends. Well, friends are family. Yeah, yeah, these friends are family. Yeah, and you know, okay, I'll let, I'll let it float. Yeah, they cool. Uh, yeah, man. yeah, had a new guy, my buddy Xander from work came by, came by, talking white guy yeah. in the house. Yeah, yeah we scared him, uh-huh. we scared him straight. He was like, <laughs> no, I'll fuck Xander's cool, man. Wait, give me another shot. <laughs> hey, yeah, Let's Xander's go. cool, man. That's my boy. He, he good people, man. But yeah, man, that was that. Uh, and I really appreciate our Sunday dinners, but I'm going down to once a month. Yeah. Instead of like, cause I know for a while we was doing like every Sunday. No, I, that's fine with me. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I know, I know. I'm talking to my wife as she needs to listen. Oh, she, she ain't listens. listening. Either. She's not. Um, no, definitely not. She she's not going to. Exactly. Yeah. There'll be people over there this Sunday coming out. I hope not. Okay. I hope not. I'm wishing one in and shit or not. Yeah, I know. Thank you. So, yeah, that was it. That was it. Okay. How was your weekend? You know. I don't mean I was not trying to be rude. No, you're fine. My husband is in a Henderson jail right now. Oh no, is he okay? He's the corrections officer there. Okay, <laughs> leave with that. <laughs> no, I'm like, hey, well, you, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 you not think that was intentional? <laughs> I say it like that all the time. No, he was letting me know that he's arrived at work, but he. he I don't think that he knew that I was already here. Oh, okay. So he kept texting. Nah, I'm like, fine. okay, so leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Go and feed those people. Oh, and so, um, Go feed those people. <laughs> so um, this this weekend, it actually was more of a recovery weekend um, from the prior week. So mm-hmm. I had a very busy, especially towards the end of the week, because I was assisting with the stellar awards that were yeah. here. Okay. And so... Having to do the PSAs for the, they had an art symposium for the youth, and then there was the celebrity basketball game. So I had to write and record PSAs for those, and then I was a part of the master class. Um, they have two two different sessions, and our session was about radio, and there were a lot of different artists that were in the room that had questions, but the facilitator had more questions and it was it was a really good time um people from all over the world here in vegas for that great event and so from there um we my husband and i went to go and pick up our copies of the urban voice because we're featured on the cover right now um so my husband in addition to being um a corrections officer a police officer but he works in the corrections um in the henderson department he also is the president and founder of mastering mindsets las vegas which is a nonprofit youth organization that focuses on STEM and black kids, okay. as well as supplemental education. They offer, they offer free tutoring throughout the year, and not just for um, science and math. 
in particular, reading if it's necessary. And what I love about it is, one, it's not just for Las Vegas youth because they offer it virtually. So there are kids that are on the East Coast that attend the tutoring sessions on the bus on their way to school. And I think that that's um, that's really cool. And then he also the tutors while the tutoring is free, he pays the tutors. So he still has essentially created jobs for these different people. And it's cool because a lot of them were out of work teachers okay. for a while. And then he also, um, alongside that, he collaborates with me on different events, especially in particular, um, AK's Closet is not a nonprofit, mm -hmm. but he, he, Mastering Mindsets is. And so they actually pay for one of our storages. So the city donated one storage for me, which we outgrew so fast. And I have um, an old supervisor of mine. I used to work for Victoria's Secret. One of my supervisors that no longer works there either is my vice president. Okay. Unofficially, until we've actually gone through the process, COVID really pushed a lot of stuff to the side. And I operate so well still without a nonprofit. I get a lot of support. So it's kind of like there comes a time when I'm always like, oh, I should just go through, go for it, go, go through with it. And then something happens and it's like, okay, well I have this and I have that and I'll just figure it out. But we ended up outgrowing it. And now Natasha, shout out to her. She has a storage that we actually pay for on the other side of town. So she collects donations um, from different daycares and preschools and she stores it, cleans it, sorts it out. Keep in mind during COVID, we didn't stop doing it. COVID was when people needed it, needed the, most. it the most. Yeah. So we created the drive through community baby showers. Mm, okay. So people had to register. They didn't have to register prior to that. They could just show up. Right. But they would register and we would have volunteers to come in the day before and go through the registration and put all of the items together that that person said that they needed mm -hmm. and letting them know, you know, we may not be able to fulfill your entire list, but we're going to try to take the big items off of your list yeah. if we can. And whatever cool. else there is, you know, we, awesome. I, the, the motto is always to leave without anything. We okay. don't want to take anything with I like us. It's okay. not, it's I've always said it's not my stuff, even when it was clothing and yeah. shoes. It's not my stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just the stuff that the community gave to you yeah. and they don't know you. That's right. it. I like that. I love it. Okay, so let's get let's get into this, AK. We doing an interview? We from the same place. What does it mean the same place? Who? She's so she from the STL and so am I. Born well, STL is born. Not raised, but born in the STL for me. You were born and raised. Born and raised. I moved to Vegas when I was 24. 24. Mm -hmm. I moved to Vegas when I was 10, but I left St. Louis at 2. Grandma still well, she's deceased now, but that was that was I was home for her aunts, uncles. My brother still lives out there. Mm -hmm. A couple of my brothers still live out there. Pray for them. Yes. Yeah. Well, the good thing is they moved a couple of them moved to the outskirts of St. Louis, you know, went it's to Ville and huh. It's everywhere. Yeah, My aunt lives in Newtown. Okay. A, a very new resident. Mm -hmm. it, it's everywhere. It, it, it followed out there, huh? It's everywhere. Okay. Got it. So what made you leave St. Louis? <laughs> That. <laughs> that the trouble in St. Louis. That, that um, it is St. Louis. Well, that was that was like a big part of it. So it's it's actually interesting that you would say that because another one of the messages that I'm currently responding to and actually trying to have him to wait because I don't want to get more emotional as I talk to him. Um, I had a a very good friend. I've, of course, you know we had we experienced or I experienced a lot of death in my early teens and my early 20s 
And in my late 20s, I experienced a very heartbreaking loss. Very, very, um, well, let me say this. The man that raised me initially Mm -hmm. passed away. And then right after that, the person that helped me to get through that, he ended up getting shot and killed. And um, he he was a single father of a son of his namesake. And when he passed, his son had to go back to live with his mom who had a bunch of kids, a bunch of different dads. And um, I was speaking to Stacy, that's the dad's name, and little Stacy is his son. I was just speaking with his mom and finding out, you know, that he's been asking me for money lately because he's got a drug habit mm-hmm. and all of these other different things he's gotten in trouble for strong arm robbery and it's just it's just so yeah. so sad and i'm trying to build the bridge to where he can feel back comfortable being honest with me right. okay. instead of lying and saying i need 20 dollars for a hotel room right. and i say i only got 14 and you say oh i'll take that baby that's a crackhead yeah. right yeah. and you don't even realize that i was testing you when i said that right because I I know how yeah you know how to, you know yeah, the reaction we yeah. all know how to move and, like this and you and you don't because yeah. and you can't outsmart me and so um, when Stacy got killed um, I was actually back in St Louis so I had left and I came back I initially left because it was it was already rowdy but then I also felt like are we really supposed to work every day and then just go and spend the money at the club and then go and work every day and then it just seems so redundant. I'm like, nobody feels bigger than this. Yeah. Right. Like nobody feels, well, I do. Right. And so, um, I left on that accord. I was here for a little bit. I got really homesick and, um, like things were so different. I didn't even know it was really like a lot of black people that lived here. I was like, they yeah. keep showing up to the ice house, but where do they be? Where, do they be where are y'all? And I was scared of the West side. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. lie. Like it's, I, I advocate and I, and I've grown so much from the person that I was when I initially got here, but I did not understand the West side. Right. I was like, now wait, is that still Vegas? Yeah. And it's so, um, yeah. I went back, I went back home and while I was home, he ended up getting killed. Um, and I couldn't not see him in the city everywhere because I had dated this man on and off since I was in high school and, um, you see them everywhere. And even like, it took so long for me to lose the feeling of needing to call Stacy to tell Stacy that Stacy got killed. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. That was like that. He was, and I and I hate to say it, but he really was the only person on the planet that truly understood me. Like, you know that person, you could say something that other people like, that was so foul, and that person be like, damn right. Like, yeah. Just give you the look and be like, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And so um, that was very heartbreaking to me. So I ran my ass back to Vegas. <laughs> after that. Yeah, I'm about here. Actually, I'll take that back. I ran, I ran to Atlanta first. So I lived in Atlanta mm-hmm. for about a year or so. <laughs> Black I Haven. I couldn't, Black I couldn't understand what Black the men were saying. The Black Mecca. <laughs> after, the, after the fourth dude came up to me, sounding like Boom Howard, I'm King of the Hill. I was like, sir, I do not know what you're saying. Oh, man. I shouldn't be down here. So then I went to I Texas. I stayed in Arlington for a little while. And I'm like, so the black people down here don't realize that we're free still. Yeah. Like that's, to me, Texas. that was that was the vibe that he gave well, some parts of Texas. I was like, yeah. do you, I was like, lift your head up. Like, why are y'all walking like that? That's how it felt to me. So I was like, you know what, guys? I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta right. shake this. I gotta one. go. Yeah. And so I came back to Vegas and I've been back since. Okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. So we started a comedic comedic journey when? Um, in two thousand and eight. 
probably about um, the early part of 2008. Jay Reed and D-Lay had a show at the Ice House. Okay. I was the bartender there. Um, they used to listen to me talking to the customers. You bartender, you're supposed to make people laugh, get your money. Yeah. And um, they thought that it was more than that. And they asked me to get on stage. And I thought that they were just trying to have sex with me. And so I didn't know them. And I was like, this yeah. country bumpkin here. So I was like, mm, yeah, sure, I'll get up. <laughs> and um, they didn't let it go. Okay. And long story short, I'm glad they didn't let it go. Awesome. There you go. That's wonderful. That is great. You know, that's a that's that's funny that just off of that you got you found a lane to go in. Yeah. That is awesome. Um so you do a lot of hosting off of this com- comedic stuff. Yes. What do you enjoy most or is it kind of a both thing, your stand up or hosting? Um That's a good question. When it comes it, it's probably probably emceeing hosting only because a lot of times I feel like who could do it besides me mm-hmm. like girl you could have said something funny right there right. okay it's quiet right now what you gonna do yeah. like um so probably probably emceeing but I do thoroughly enjoy why did I just tell y'all I didn't do nothing this past weekend oh you're fine <laughs> no go back. come on you're we fine. do this too I yeah. did, um, it is literally just having a conversation I was booked for Jimmy Kimmel's comedy that's uh, right I did see Saturday. that yeah I did great man I had a great time that is, that's you that's time. awesome yeah but um so essentially, yeah, I guess that answers. I did answer your question. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. You definitely did. So, how much time did you get at Jimmy Kimmel's? I did. I think twelve to fifteen. Oh. I think I got lit at twelve to give me the cue that mm-hmm. I had about three minutes left. Okay. Yeah, but it was great. When you first started doing stand up, was it? I know a lot of time they start young comedians out three minutes, five minutes. Does it seem forever? As you're up there, some like when you first. I'm sure it doesn't now, but when you first started, it those, might still now. It might still. Actually, it does not. It's okay. never felt like forever. Really? No, okay. it go it goes by so fast. So let me be honest with you. It will feel like forever if you're bombing. Hell mm, yeah, it feels okay. like forever. When you are having a good time oh, and people I, are squealing and you know for a fact somebody <laughs> farted in there, like that's a win. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Like you get you get. The, I had a comedian that was mad at me like a month ago. I blocked him because he subbed me on Facebook after this. But <laughs> I ran his light. I am not that kind of comic that does that. But what you mean you? Ran in his light. So when you're given the light, so you get a certain amount of time, mm. typically the host tells you if you have 10 minutes, let's mm. say you have 10 minutes, they'll say, what do you want me to light you at? Or they'll come and tell you, I'm going to light you at seven. They'll okay. let you know you have three more minutes. Okay, about three more but minutes. You, but they could light you while you're beginning a joke or in the middle. So you're in, you're meant to continue on. You might even go into another joke. What you shouldn't do is continue on like it's a whole nother set, which I did not do. Okay. And I want to be clear that this host was not hosting. They was host lining. Mm. So in between each comic, you giving a headlining type of performance yeah. Yeah. and then your actual talent you're essentially robbing them of any other time. time correct and I'm not going to disrespect any other comedians that were there but I feel like I personally had a job to do mm-hmm. and when I got up there and I'm I, the uh, me and the crowd were having a very intimate moment. We were in it. Okay. We was good. Yeah, you was in your lane. And, you was in and your I, bag. I kept trying to get out. I kept, <laughs> well, hey, look, I kept they keep trying, pulling me they back kept in. Pulling me back in. But I've done several shows for you. I've saved several shows for you. Okay. So why would you take offense to that? I am I'm not the type of comic like, yeah, I'm killing. So I'm just I, if that was the case, I would always run life. Right. And I'm not even being funny about that. But uh, but 
I did you don't you don't want to typically do that, but most comics, most hosts are like, you making my show look good. You don't run the light if you doing bad. No, you're right. and don't you're run just, the light. Yeah. Right. But also understand <laughs> I'm killing. So that time that you gave me feels like nothing yeah. right now. Right. It, it's it's nothing. Wait, wait, it's already yeah. over. And, yeah. and that's a lot of times that's how the audience knows that I've been given the light. So a lot of times people don't even realize when we got in the light or mm-hmm. we'll do something where they're like, What was that? Well, we just like, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Or I, like, you know, I got it, which I did acknowledge yeah. him. But whenever I can't help it, and I have to say, "Oh man, already!" Yeah. All right, y'all, and they go, "Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my yeah. babies, they yeah. love right. me." Yeah. Right. I ain't, right. I ain't gonna cut it short just because you yeah. gave me a line. Well, Seriously, but but I will. I yeah. will. I couldn't that night I, though because I want them to come back. We was just in the lane. I want them to come back. So so no, it doesn't feel like forever. Okay. I, I've never bombed. I've never bombed. Oh, was gonna be my question. I've never not even my first. That's, that's my, my first time performing. I got a standing ovation. Oh really? Okay. I've never bombed. Okay. I would. I would have never done comedy again. I'm not that resilient, y'all. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. My feelings get hurt real easily. Okay. I can't take people talking about me. Hmm. So I would have never done it again. Um. So no, it's it's never felt like forever. It always feels like that fast. Okay. okay. What I, is, go ahead. I ain't got nothing okay. now. She didn't took. She didn't take my ball question because <laughs> I was gonna sorry. be like, "What's the worst time that you've ever had?" But you said you ain't never had. Okay. One. Well, that does. Well, oh, okay. just because I haven't bombed doesn't mean I haven't had a worse time. Like, okay. there are rooms that are set up where you gotta fight for your life. Okay. And and I'll I'll also say this. Keep in mind, like. I've performed in Salt Lake City, Utah, in a in a and where the host felt like no, it was a packed room because it's nothing yeah. there. But the host felt like it was funny to bring up some joke about her old uh, mama slave ma- named Mammy, Ooh. a black lady who used to pull the cotton out of her aspen. Like, wait, and what Boy. am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Like, I've, I've had it. I've had it to where I um I was hosting at Bally's and their headliner came in late, so I didn't have any credits to read off, but I gave him a great intro- introduction. As I go to hand him the mic, I said, I didn't get any credits for you. I'm sorry about the intro. And he goes, that was a great intro. Proceeds to get on the stage and try to roast me. Homie called me Venus Williams. Now, we all know Venus ain't even got no shape and she not in the face. You ain't gonna give me the big booty sister? I was pissed. I was pissed. So I got back on when it was my turn. When, I get, when he got off, I got back on yeah, there. And, I, and, and keep, keep this in mind. One, you never disrespect the host because I always get the last word. Yes. You never disrespect the host. Also, because me and the audience got something. Yeah. Right. Whenever a comic has got up here and failed, they know they can count on me. She so come you, bring back the host. So you got up there and you did that. They did not laugh at that. When I got back on, I was like, you lit him up. Homie should have left me alone. He should have left me. But hey. the guys that ran that show who were not there then sent me a text message six hours later telling me that that was inappropriate and oh, I should have really? let it slide. Hmm. Boy, you got me so messed yeah, up. Yeah, messed up now. So messed up. Yeah. And to this day, I love it when at, because they run the venues, but they don't necessarily run the shows. Yeah. I love it when another comic books me for their shows at their venues and I slice it yeah. up. And That's they go, AK, we haven't seen you and won't. Yeah. <laughs> and won't. And won't. Maybe right. I haven't missed not an opportunity. Keep in mind that I've I've been the only black 
woman and one of black a couple of black comics in a lot of different arenas including Zappos when they opened up their theater they had an entire comedy festival mm-hmm. with 120 comics mm-hmm. I was the only black woman mm-hmm. and one of three black comics in total that were even on there wow. that's a lot of pressure that to is, have yeah. to prove and then not and then to not get up there and sambo and make my culture look bad because let me be honest I represent y'all hard right. they got me messed up I'm not getting up here on no food stamp, um, new be like, yeah. and my baby daddy, and yeah. I'm not getting, I'm driving. not, no, you're yeah. not getting none of that. You're yeah, gonna get intellectual right. comedy that makes you go, well, damn, yep, yeah, shut yeah. up. There you go. That's that's great. I um, I actually was looking at some old um, your YouTube channel and found uh, one of your old shorts on there with the Jewish when no, I'm talking to the Jewish guy, the the car, where if you gotta give people instructions on how to start your car. Your shit might be janky. You know what? I don't even. Um, I don't even tell that. I don't. Play. I don't tell <laughs> yeah. that joke. But that was a part mm-hmm. of a joke. Yeah. And I don't. I, the joke that it's a part of. I don't tell it so much. I'm. Um. I'm a content creator for OnlyFans. Hear me out. OnlyFans yeah, has only, no judgment. OnlyFans has a non-adult content platform yep. called oh. OFTV. To launch that, they scoured the country's biggest cities for comedians mm-hmm. so that they could you they could. Bring us, come out to each city, book a venue, film us. It was beautiful. Pay us good. OnlyFans paid good. Yeah. Paid us and then took those um those those the sets and had them animated and used them as promotions for oh, OLED. Okay. okay. And so I even though you don't have to burn your jokes from that. I still chose to lighten as often as I tell yeah. those particular mm-hmm. jokes. Okay. No, that's dope. So what is your um, what is your writing process for your jokes? What is how did you go about this? Is this is what I'm creating? How, what's your creation? It process? made me laugh first. Oh, is right it from stuff you see every day? It made me laugh first. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's, it's your your jokes come from mostly real life stuff you I'm see. I'm considered an observation comic. Oh, and that is what you see. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You got something about comedy, real quick, Reggie? Anything? No, I think I I had another question for you, which isn't like comedy based. It's more or less like you named off, you rattled off all those things that you do that your husband does. Also, mm-hmm. how do you guys make time for yourselves, for each other? Because with everything that y'all, from what you rattled off and what you said that he does, it seems like you guys are maybe constantly pulled in directions. Constantly. Okay. So, so it's really interesting. Like it's one of those things where it's kind of like, man, it's just a puzzle that fit together. Okay. Um. So my husband works graveyard, mm-hmm. and he works three days a week or four days a week. So that gives us pretty much Thursday, oh, Friday, yeah. Saturday. So, so he either has three days off or four days off. Okay. Correct. That's cool. And so, um, and then not to mention that most of the things that we do, we do them together. Mm, okay. um, the only thing that we don't do together is make the jewelry. Yeah. That's okay. it. And yeah. then um, people also need their time to themselves. So mm-hmm. that's when I go off and I mind my business and he's watching his Jaguar hi- highlights and things like that. Oh, so I won't judge him. I won't judge him. That's Jacksonville, baby. I got J-Ville. a country boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stand Jacksonville when I lived there. I'm sorry. It's his hometown. Sorry to your dog. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's winning you, something. You, you still good. You ain't winning life. I ain't mad at him. Yeah. It's his team. It's son, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for my team that he don't play for. Hey, we all got though. You know what I'm saying? So where did this notion of giving back come from? Because you you are huge in giving back and that's the things you're doing. And it should be applauded for what you're doing. Thank it you. is applauded. The, com- the community baby showers. 
I mean, the 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 AK closet. The list can go on and on. Like, yeah, it's a there's there's actually so much that's involved, and there's so much that people don't see. And I, I always feel like a lot of stuff is in my testimony. Mm-hmm. Like some stuff y'all only know about because I need the community's involvement. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't even know it. That's just for that person that I did that for to know. Mm-hmm. And if they want to tell you, and I like that though. And that happens like when they come to wish you happy birthday and they like that I, time a few years I ago. Like it. I was like, because you got a film when you're giving back, you're doing something wrong with everything. Yeah, 100%. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand this 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 notion of social media sometimes promotion, but if you're giving back just to film it, oh, I gave these homeless guys 100 hot dogs. Come Don't on. do it. I had a lot of people that stopped um, that stopped volunteering with me because I wouldn't let them do that. But I I explained to them like. If you were at your lowest point, would you want somebody out here with a camera like with, in, your in your face? And then not only that, thank you. Do you not feel like that person feels obligated to take part in this? Yes. Yeah. So and I and I and honestly, I didn't really feel like there was something that had to be said. So I'm like, we could just break up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> so um, the notion to give back, well, I've always always felt that way, like deep inside, but. When you are living and like moving from place to place, and you're still trying to find your place, you can't really help people when you're still trying to find your footing. And so, um, <laughs> honestly, in the time when I started doing this, I still hadn't quite found my footing. But it was kind of like it was more so like, well, you don't have to find your footing; your footing will find you. Mm. So I was living in this okay. um, in this nice little hood apartment complex. Where at? Uh, What's the cross streets here? Yeah, here. Where at? So, What's see, the cross the thing. People say what are the cross streets, but then you just got to keep in mind just just yeah, know the true. area. Okay. So Jones and the uh, um, ninety five. Okay, mm. and there's that. It used to be the little Mexican um, grocery store that uh-huh. was there. No, it's like a Harbor Freight something. It's right a um, it's a Tackle store or something like that. Yeah, I know so what you're talking about. There's some cow ranch is what it's called. That is exactly what it is. Like Mitchell Cohen is right there, the Mexican <laughs> so, store. And 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 this is the thing. I don't I don't have to necessarily <laughs> tell you the cross streets to prove that I was you know in the hood. I can tell you that a man died in my arms. He was mm-hmm. killed on top of my car and died in my arms. After I had just gotten out of the shower, because like no, oh, it wow. was good. Trust me. Oh yeah. And so, um, so when I was when I stayed there, um, actually that actually plays a part in it. When the young man got killed, the police and detectives were knocking on the property manager's door. And homie would not come out. The next morning, my man had moved out. He was like, "Listen, Whoa. I gotta go. I'm about here." He was like, "This is not no, my this is cup not of for tea. Me. I thought I could smoke my little crack and not be bothered, mm. but y'all are on some other stuff. Y'all going too far." She yeah. said, "Smoke my little bit of yeah, crack." Yeah, I said, Listen, <laughs> y'all expect me to do things? Yeah. Like, no, no, nah, no, no, this no. ain't for me. So he, so he got, he left, and then um, they brought in a replacement for him, and it was this. Sassy black woman, and me and her did not get along when she first got there. I'm like, this lady is mean. She's yelling at my friend, saying she parking wrong, but she not parking wrong. And it was just this whole thing. And she found out my door wouldn't close all the way, and I was climbing in and out of my windows. She's like, why wouldn't you tell me that? That is not safe for you. I mean, you are my concern. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like a mama. In that in that moment, as we talked, um, she found out I was a comedian. She said she wanted to come and support me. She came to a 
a show. When she came to the show, um, she was like, I want you to host this event for me. It's for um, for uh, children who are trafficked. And I was like, I don't know anything about doing stuff like that. Like, I've never done something like that. And she was like, I have faith in you. Hmm. And, so, you um, and so we, huh? That's all you needed to hear. Yeah, well, yeah, because I ain't no punk. Like, that's how I ended up on stage. I didn't tell y'all, like, them fools, like, yeah. <laughs> I only they took it as a dare. They baited you yeah, pretty much. I ain't no punk. Like, <laughs> and so I was like, well, you know what? If she believes me, yeah, I'll do it. And um, so in the parking lot of that complex, she had this event, and I hosted it. And I was like, wow, that wasn't so hard. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of days later, she comes knocking on my apartment door, and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> she's like, Put your clothes on. I need you to come over to this church with me and get some food. And I was like, okay. And so um, she's like, I need you to take your car so we can have enough room. And I'm like, okay. And so I follow her. We go over to this church, uh, New Jerusalem, the old mm-hmm. New Jerusalem, though. And so um, we go over there and we load up our vehicles with the food. But there's this line of people that's like wrapped around and around again. And the volunteers are older people. And I'm like, oh my goodness. She said, you want to stay and help? And I was like, Yes. Yeah. And so from there, um, we volunteered, we took the food back and we delivered the food. But then we realized we could have like a constant supply of the food. Mm -hmm. So we took the back of her office and we turned it into a food pantry Pantry. for the complex. But then she contacted Three Square and found out that they had a summer food program. And all that we had to have was a space Mm -hmm. that could be clean, have enough tables and chairs, um, account for the students and have a space for their freezer so we did but what we ended up having to do was she kept telling me that there was a room a storage room she's like we can just take the stuff out of there we took the stuff out of the storage room it's basically when people get evicted or they move out and they don't come back and claim their stuff it was stuff like that so we had a yard sale other comedians donated their stuff and we used that money to buy materials because we found out it was actually a spa room and there was a jacuzzi that was Mm. underneath there so we had to create flooring we repainted it and we turned it into essentially a little school hmm. so the kids could come in and eat but they could also hang out they could get tutoring awesome. we actually helped them yeah. we taught them spanish yeah. and all types of stuff so that's where it started that's wonderful that's man. cool that is that is there ain't that's amazing that you don't do. I, i'm telling you have your kids taken on this with you i know i know you've been your kids to a lot of events that you do okay my stepson is so amazing one of the main reasons i think that he was one of the only kids that made it one one of the only black kids that made it onto the national junior honor society this year as a fifth grader okay. is because his philanthropic work was recognized right. really hard um, Akeem got um, got um, referral letters from some really amazing people in the community who were not lying about the things that they said about him. Cool. So when we had, there was a young boy who um, who accidentally killed himself trying to do a TikTok challenge or something. He ended up hanging himself in his closet. Um, his mom did not have health insu- life insurance on him, and so I I put a fundraiser show together for them. It was basically like um, kind of like a an open mic type of several different types of acts everything from a poet singer rapper to a minister praying over the family but my stepson (laughs) sold the draws off them raffle tickets there you go and when I tell you like homie had his own speech and everything (laughs) like he was ready when we do when we do the pop up shops so we go to we will go to different parks and set up clothes and let the homeless community come
come up and get the clothes, he would make sure he let them know this is where the men's stuff is, this is where the ladies' stuff is, or he would hand out hygiene products. Awesome. He's never afraid to do something. My baby gives the clothes off of his back and off of his feet with no problem. And he actually was in a viral video. Although he was acting, he acted so well because it was so much like him. So he's become known as the kind kid, okay. is what they're calling him. One of the videos was of him refusing to eat the food that his mom bought him because he wanted to give it to a houseless woman. Another one was of him taking his money that he saved that he was supposed to use to buy school shoes for himself. He bought the wrong size, got yelled at by his parents, but it was because the kid Bobby was being bullied at That's school. Cool. Mm -hmm. He gave it to him. So he's known as the kind kid. That's awesome, man. That is, you know, you, you your kids become what they see. Yeah, I absolutely agree that agree with that. I think that um, he's he's received awards for kindness mm -hmm. and to listen to the things that the administrators say about him. There was a situation that happened at his school. Let me tell you all something. When I say I do not play about my stepson, I say stepson. I don't believe in all that bonus mom and all that cool talk. I am his stepmom. I stepped up for him. He stepped into mm -hmm. my heart. I am his stepmom. I step up every time he needs me. Do not play about my child. Man. You better ask his school about me. So <laughs> So a situation happened, baby, and sat there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling and up. And sat there. So how long? Because I'll wait. I already and, know. And the situation, as the, as the situation is getting rectified, the there's an elementary school and then there's a middle school that's mm -hmm. attached to the same school. He goes to a charter school. And one of the middle school teachers was like, which school, which student are we talking about? And I told her his name. She said, oh, I'm going to have him next year. Oh, my God. I'm like, how do you even know him? She's they like, know. he's so amazing. Hey, and like, word, the, it's coming. The word it's travels. coming. Yeah. Yes. His third, yeah, grade, his his third is... grade teacher intentionally accepted being a fourth grade teacher oh, so that so she, she could can continue to be his teacher. He's, right. he's simply amazing. There you go. Well, you're raising him right. Right. Doing my best. So you said we do this, um, you do this community baby shower. Yes. Every six months. Every. October the 7th is the next one. October the 7th. October the 7th. October the 7th, look at both cameras, mm -hmm. is the next one. How did that come? How did the community baby shower mm -hmm. come about? Okay, so I was about, I said, okay, so I was about um, six months pregnant. We were cleaning out the initial trailer that the city donated to me. Um, the way that I had it organized was women's on the left, men's on the right. And it would start from the items that I put on the streets. And then it would go into like when social workers would call or if someone would say, I've got somebody that's trying to get a job and things like that. So it kind of went in that age and in that type of order and then it will be school age elementary high school middle school and then all the way in the back was baby stuff now uh, everything else was getting depleted and the baby stuff was piling up and I was like I wonder why people never ask me for baby stuff yeah. I know it's people out there that need it and as we're moving this stuff my partner in crime my closest friend my favorite person in this city next to my husband Mr. Alex Bernal was helping us now keep in mind y'all the way that I'm able to do all of this dope stuff that I do now is 110% because of Alex he always takes my ideas and he's like, yep, let's do it. And this is his, jo his yeah. job that is on the line. Like I'm volunteering. This is his job. Yeah. And so I said, what do you think about doing like a community baby shower or something? And he was like, mm, I don't know. He's like, well, shoot, let's do it. Let's see. The very first one, 15 people showed up. Okay. Almost broke my heart. I was like, but y'all, I know that people need this stuff. So the next time around, I did the marketing a little differently. <laughs> 
Why me and my husband showed up? Keep in mind, I'm three weeks postpartum mm-hmm. and I had an emergency C-section. Okay. So I was still raw. Yeah. <laughs> and for the first time, we had to get a babysitter. We had never like, yeah. we didn't think about this when we had planned it. All that I saw when I was pregnant was all of this need that I felt like we had. And so... um then the very next one, oh no, I'm sorry. The second one, I was still, I was still pregnant. I apologize. The second one, I was still pregnant because we came like back to back with that next one. Yeah. And so when we when we did it, the line was wrapped around the building. Wow. It was over 300 people that were standing out there. I love it. And I'm like, Did you have enough stuff? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. That's good. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Listen, just because only 15 people showed up to the no, first no, one, no. I wasn't, I'm saying, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't taking the chance. I wasn't taking the chance and I'm glad that I didn't. And so you will see the picture of me all good and pregnant. And that was the last one that we did before we had our baby. And then the next one, I was three weeks um, postpartum. postpartum. And the line again was wrapped completely around the building. So as we've started this um, back in 2019, we have service over... 2,000 families. Where can people drop off stuff for donations? Do you take donations? Okay. So right now, if you have cribs, car seats, and strollers, we never turn those items down. Okay. As far as clothes, I'm sorry, as well as diapers. We mm-hmm. never, we diapers and wipes and things like that. We never turn those things down. But as far as like clothes, we have so many clothes. We have so many clothes and we really do have so much mm-hmm. stuff. We have a lot of stuff, but it's just because we keep doing it. So we, we will accept those items if you have strollers and car seats and pack and plays and toys. Um, we can never have a, too many of those diapers. I know a lot of people like to sell their diapers and I'm not here to judge but if you don't want to do that we will absolutely take them and everything is free no one is charged anything this is operating solely on donations and people volunteering their time now do you want people to reach out to you or is there a specific place that they can drop it off at so they so actually they can they can um, drop them off at 1951 Stella Lake Drive that's actually some new marketing Um, shoot if y'all we know that if y'all run a business or anything you should but if you run a business or anything you got the Urban (laughs) Chamber of Commerce I know them Good. I know Shondell. I know. No, he's just laughing because she, Tierra's been on here. Good. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, so the Urban Chamber of Commerce. Well, maybe it's different people listening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Urban Chamber of Commerce, as well as some new marketing, mm-hmm. are right there, baby. You got your funding and your marketing all yep. in the same place. Yep. Please, while you dropping your stuff out, handle some business while you in right. there. So 1951 uh, Stella Lake Drive is right um, in the. One parking lot over from Grits Cafe, and then I think it's uh, Sweet J, but you'll see the some new marketing um, uh, wrapping all over the windows and things like that. So you can go there. That's Monday through Friday from 10 to 4, or you can donate at 3200 Ferndale Street. That's Parkdale. That's where we actually have the mm-hmm. events. Actually, pretty much all of my community yep. events are there. Um, and that is from, let's say, from 10 to 3 there. Cause <laughs> I like I, the let's say. Well, because <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I try to be so mindful of their staff. Y'all, yeah. their staff is so dope to me. They do the decorations yeah. for us. They set up the room and make it to where everything is cohesive mm-hmm. and we have a strategy. So I, I never want to burden them with that. But I also want to say that we have the back to school shower. So um, that I is... I just about to ask yeah. you had anything coming up. Yes, that is August the 6th. So if you have um, your kids' clothes, I especially if you have high school students or if you if you or your man or 
mm-hmm. children's size. Mm-hmm. I'm not shading because I am. I can still shop in Justice for Kids. So I'm not shading. I'm just saying you. Use. If you are your man's is that size. <laughs> hey. I'm, I might have I some stuff. It. I might have some stuff in my closet and go through. I need big boy stuff too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because my big babies especially. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. They almost always left out. So you guys keep in mind that one parents come to the back to school events and they're usually able to get something for the first week or the first couple of weeks of school. And usually it's only a couple of new outfits. They might not have underwear. They might not have Mm -hmm. socks. They might not have enough clothes to rotate. Yeah. So what I'm asking is those clothes that your children simply don't fit anymore. They're still yeah. good condition. You don't want to take them to Goodwill because Goodwill will sell them. I don't sell anything. I actually go in my own pocket at times. Yeah. I don't sell anything, anything, anything. So if you have um, elementary, middle school, but especially high school, I would love to be able to have shoes and clothes for high school students. I feel so bad in my time being here and doing um, back to school events, hosting them for other organizations and then still having mine because, you know, they're not all in in the same day. So this is a busy season for me. I emcee for other people, but then I also have mine that I put on. And each year I usually focus on something different. So one year was back to school college edition where we had all of these different gift cards that we gave to college students. So they would have like kind of a head start. And then it was back to school teachers edition where we had different supplies that teachers needed to be able to give our students the best chance at science projects and just having papers and pencils and yeah, things like that. Yeah, because we know the, the school district ain't helping. No. I ain't got nothing to do nope. with that. Y'all better show up to these school board yeah. meetings and leave me out of that. I just try to make sure that our babies are taken care of. I don't have nothing to do with none of the rest of that. I just have to make sure that our kids are okay. So I'm asking that if you have those items, that those are the items especially that you choose to donate. These high school students show up to these back-to-school fairs and they leave with nothing. What is baby mm. going to do with the Pokemon backpack? Right. What is he going to do are Taking backpacks? Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And what I just heard is she taking anything okay. that you're yeah. gonna bring up. I want to make sure. Well, well put, keep this in mind. Anything that your children need, anything mm. that your that children have out, outgrown. Mm. But you say, man, this is nice. Where would I? Where would I put it? Who would yeah. I give it to? Give it to me. I'll okay. take it. You yeah. know. Because we've definitely had this conversation about um, setting up uh, something from the pod, like to give back. So. We'll definitely be in touch about, you know what I'm saying, making sure well, we you, donate. Well, and keep everything. in mind, you guys can come and you can yep. set up there and it, go. It ain't going to be a video camera there. We don't do it for the lights. Well, no, what I mean is you can still have your camera there and you can be facing in a certain area where you're, you can... It's not about saying, yeah. hey, look, we here. It's about saying, hey, there's an opportunity for you to get involved and right. this is what it looks like. And yeah. I, what I love about the community baby shower is because it's actually meant to feel like a baby shower. Yeah. So we have decorations and food and, stuff like, and that. stuff like that. Correct. So, okay. most of, so everybody that's there, they actually are willing to get into a yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's more fun. It's not okay. like, oh, this is a low moment for you. you. It's you. a party. Yeah. It's yeah. a good time. So you are more than welcome to come. They love it. A lot, a lot of times because they feel like, ooh, I would have never got a chance to even talk to somebody about right. this, and they also feel like that's their way of giving their testimony. Okay. You also will get a chance to see the moms that initially started coming when they were pregnant, and mm-hmm. now their babies are big, and they come and volunteer. So. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, got, got my mind running. I like it. Also, when you all come talk on. to people about it, please, 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 do not say she helps single mothers. Oh yeah. no. That. <laughs> 
there are single fathers out there yes. and they come and they are out there going hard to Man. get their baby some stuff. You have grandparents. Foster right. parents take precedence. When foster parents come in, they sit down, they get a volunteer. The volunteer is told what they need. Mm -hmm. And the volunteer goes around and picks up all of the items that they need, brings right. it over to them. Okay. Um, pick that up real quick and show that off. My purse? Yes. Sure. Who made this? I made this. You made this. <laughs> yes. What is what is the jewelry line? Oh, you and mean the, the purse line. I my, mean, be each. oh, they're all on my website. The Treasure Box by AK. Okay. So where did this come from? Like, I'm so interested because you got you a person of many talents, and it's amazing. Your purses, you. your jewelry line, the the hosting, the giving back, all this. Thank you. So where did that come from? It started this in particular or the jewelry line? Well, let's go with the purse first. The purse? So the purse came from my cousin gave me an old clutch uh, that belonged to my other cousin. And I thought that my cousin was coming in town and I didn't want her to ask for her purse back <laughs> because I liked the way that it was shaped. Yeah. I didn't necessarily like, I mean, the print was cute, but I liked the way that it was shaped. And I was like, if I did something to it, she probably wouldn't even notice it. Mm, and go. so um, I took some shredded, different shredded fabric. I'm sorry, different fabrics that I had that is, is called Ankara fabric. And so it's basically different African patterns. Right. And so I took a couple of like old scarves and dashikis that I had and I cut them up and I I glued them onto there. And I was like, actually, this is kind of cute. And so I loved it and I carried it out one time mm -hmm. and these women were like oh my god What'd oh my god it? oh my god and i was like it's just the prototype i don't even know yeah. and that it was probably like two days later i had another event that i was hosting um gene collins uh 80 80th birthday and i had the clutch and asha jones and the honorable belinda t uh judge belinda t mm -hmm. harris both came up to me tried to snatch my purse up off me <laughs> and Asha wouldn't let it go and so I made Asha one but she's like no I want to buy Belinda one for her birthday as well and so I made them each one and then people were sending me videos of Casina Boone trying to take Belinda T. Harris's purse from her and other women kept going can I get the purse that Asha has now the thing about my line is everything is one of a kind my motto is I make one of a kind pieces for one of a kind people that means if you see somebody with something I can make you something similar but I, I will not replicate I will not replicate yeah. it I will not do that while you might be okay with wearing something that someone else has on there are a lot of people that like to be considered yeah. exclusive yeah. And so while it may have an AK's flair to it, it will never be the exact same one unless you custom order two pieces that you... You can share with from, somebody from, else. Correct, from inception. Yeah. So mm. you gave me that idea that mm. this is what you wanted and you wanted me to make several of that. Right. That's different. But you can't say, I saw Tamika Henry's necklace and I want that. <laughs> I want that same one. Baby, Tamika Henry will fry me and catfish <laughs> yeah. on Nope, nope, nope. And so, um, so Asha and Belinda T, they are the only two with the circular bags and people keep asking me for them and the answer is no no <laughs> no, no 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 but you can order the ones that are on my website and do you have stuff ready to go or is it like when an order comes in you create right there so if it's a custom order I create that okay. for you other than that um wait for me to upload if if some if you don't see something there 
everything does sell out. People get on my head about mm-hmm. that. Stuff sells out pretty fast. Uh, better but, be fast. But I am going to be uploading some new purses. I have, I am completing um, a backpack that is so cute. I want to keep it so bad, but I'm not going to. It's a little backpack purse. And then there's, um, there's another like large purse that I want to complete because I like to release everything all at the same time. Otherwise, my inbox will start going okay. crazy. Right. But yeah. Okay, awesome. And um, a couple more things, and we're going to move on to our topics of the day. Um, the Soul Food Young. Yeah. Did you meet your mark? Did we did we accomplish our goal? Yes. Keith Lee did show up okay. to Soul Food Young. Awesome, he awesome, did. awesome. He absolutely did. Did he really? Yes, he really did. Okay. I teach you to call my husband because I changed my number. And... And I gave her my new number, but she, I'm just making sure my baby didn't mess yeah. me. Um, but she met, she called my husband and he comes into my, um, into my little lab where I, I do my work and he's like, you got a phone call and it's Tisha's like 730 at night. And she's like, AK, I love you. I'm like, I love you too. And she's like, girl, he just left. When is the review coming out? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. But, um... I did my job. I did what I told her that I would do. Keep on reaching out um, and try your best to get them there. That's well, it. well, what? So what? I what? When she told me, she just simply, you know, said, "AK, I need to get Keith Lee here." And I was, I said, "Well, why don't you have your customers to flood him?" Right. And I, and she's like, "Okay, I'll do that." And I was like, "Nope." We ain't gonna do it like that. Yeah. And so I told her to contact a specific friend of ours and to ask him if he would create a flyer and say, I told her the date, like, let's do it for this week mm-hmm. and let's like make this man be like, where in the heck did these right. people come from? Mm-hmm. And um I'll, and then I called her back and I was like, Operation Keith Lee. Let's let's call it that. Yeah. yeah. And that way in the hashtag, hashtag like when people are searching him, they'll, they'll see him though. Yeah. No matter what, even mm-hmm. if it's not Operation Keith Lee, if you search his name, hopefully that one will come up. up. And so um so yeah, and so I ha- we have um we opened up our home. A lot of people don't don't know this, but you know, sometimes a conversation may call for it. It's just not something that we talk about. But we opened up our home to some homeless teens that have lived with us for a little while. And one of them, um, as she's finding her path in life, she's developed this talent on social media. And if I had to guess, I would honestly say that it was probably her, her doing. She got a hold of she's, she's I would probably she's, be, because she she's a good marketer on there. She's got a hold of him before. And yeah. um, tell her we need to I want to sit down with him. <laughs> with Keith Lee? Well, no, well, we tried, the, we well, tried to hit him up yeah. before. Well, this is oh, to get in touch with him? No, because I, I, I wanted to, like, as soon as he blew up, I was like, to get him here. To get him here. I will, sit down. I will definitely talk to her about yeah. it. But she, um, she reached out to him. He was supposed to come to the last baby shower. I forget what big event came up and he was invited to. Mm. But he did um, He messaged back to her And I didn't believe her I'm like girl you are lying Cause I'm a huge fan yeah. And she sent a screenshot And she was like I wouldn't lie to you she, and yeah, and then, But then she came And she knocked on my bedroom door She was like no I need to see your face And like he, he did agree to come He said if I'm in town I absolutely will This sounds like up. a cool event yeah. And um, so if I, had, if I had to guess I would say that it was my little baby angel Who's just that's She's cool. so amazing. That's, That's what's up, man. That is what's up, man. So my last question for you, and back to your comedy stuff. Do you find it hard being a female comedian in this game? 
that Slurpee ain't make it. I just want you to know. You drinking pure sugar now. Auntie, yeah. it was sugar still. <laughs> that was just icy sugar. So, yes. Yes, it, it is. I mean, it's difficult being a woman in any male-dominated right. field. But um, you have to earn your respect. You have to, in a lot of cases, bless, bless you. you. Even demand your respect. Um, Got another one. Yeah. It's all right. You only get the one. Bless you, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you only get one. Baby, you put it in Tupperware. <laughs> put it in Tupperware. Make it last forever. Um, so it is. It is. It's tough because female comedians don't have the best reputation of being funny. It's kind of like female rappers, you okay. know. And so each time you get on stage, keep in mind it's always a room full of strangers. It might be a couple of people you know, but the majority of them are strangers. Right. And they don't know you. And they are judging you from the very moment that the host starts to go, she mm-hmm. is like, uh-uh. Yeah. And then you come up and you're easy on the eyes. That's not supposed to be the combination. Mm-hmm. Nope. Ain't no wow. way. And so you spend probably uh, your first two or three jokes making them trust you. It's like that wasn't a fluke. You didn't laugh on accident. Right. That was on purpose. So was that one. That one too. Mm. Wait for it. Oh, dang. Got you again. Right. Let's just do it now. Let's just say you trust me. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're here now. Oh, and you're going nowhere. I've got you in my grasp. But it's also difficult because um, I used to do like the average comic does and record my sets whether it be audio or video i never video myself i will audio record though because when you have certain rooms you want to remember how you control that room and it's also different parts and jokes that i didn't write that that came but i gotta say that again but i forgot that i said it or what it was and um there have been times not once but this time in particular that really got me. Um, I I was sitting at a tabletop at City Lights, getting ready to go on stage, and I pressed uh, audio record, put my phone down, and I went onto the stage. Had did my set, had an amazing set. Got off the stage, picked my phone up, enjoy the rest of the night. Got home to go and listen to the recording, and I can hear the two men that were sitting on the Ooh. other side of the table. And this is the part that got me is because they were laughing like they was that man said oh, and she funny to the book and I I <laughs> and, and, and the dude next to it was like man you dang alright man but she funny though <laughs> and I was That's like funny. dang I gotta find solace in the fact that they still laugh yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but, that, but that is in fact why I always keep it on me mm-hmm. um, stay on me <laughs> hey, um, get Reggie uh, give her a gunshot. Give her a gunshot for that Yeah, pew, 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 baby. It. Keep it on me. See, that's what she keeps on me. It, it's, hey. it's, it's, I mean, on me. walking around these Vegas streets, if yeah. you don't have a gun on you, it's, you want to wrestle with people at 39? I, I don't. Man, I don't. I don't got one Meg knee left. <laughs> it's on me. Exactly. And so, but but that was, and, and I've also had, um, I've had men come in my inbox after shows and say some of the strangest things. 
I've had men come to different shows and it's like, yep, it's me again. And I was like, okay, m- making sure I get home every night, Diamond. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, right. All right. I see weird. you, though. That's weird. That's weird. Yep, pew, pew. That's just weird. And I, I, I had to tell him, like, you seem like the type that sniff a woman's seat when she get out the car. Like, you... I, Probably it, so. It, that's on you. Yeah. And so, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it is difficult, but it's so much fun. Right. It's, it's so much yeah. fun to have a guy trying to spit just the weirdest game at you at the bar and then the host calls you up and you like all right sip sip gotta go and he's like wait i'm like yeah yeah it's yeah, over about to talk yeah. about chill bye bye buddy you remember the you and your baby mama stay together but y'all not together yeah yeah about to use that one. we're about this to part, relive this that always hurts when i get up and leave yeah we're about, we're about to relive it we're about to relive it oh man that's hold funny. on it's gonna hurt oh that's funny don't hurt all right real quick anything for us real quick any questions before reggie gets into his his question that he asked. Oh, for I got a question. Anything for us? No. No. Okay. Because no, it's seven eighteen. Okay. <laughs> um. So you're on the Killing Time podcast. Would you? What do we do? Always do first. Killing. So, is there a fictional? I want a fictional death that you would take back, and a real death. Is it fictional? Real? Yeah. And then F- fictional. And, uh, your question fictional? already. No. Opie. Opie. Opie, I'm still not over that. Oh, I don't Opie. forgive. Oh, it is too soon to even talk about it. If y'all don't watch Sons of Anarchy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I do yes. not forgive. Hey. I do not hey. forgive. I do not forgive. I will not forgive. Opie. You can never be hey, that forgiven. Shit, that, that was hard. When Opie died, and the way one. Opie died. That was a good one. Do, oh, God. Do I, but do I only really get one? Because it's. Go ahead. I mean, you want to rattle it off? I'll. Not over what happened to Wallace in that bando. Oh, I'm not God. over what happened to him. Y'all did not have wire. to do that. Y'all was oh, supposed to be his friends. You made my baby when pee it, on him. When it pissed on himself, yeah. Come on, man. Baby. Come on, come on man. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Opie yeah. and Wallace, neck okay. and neck, baby. Okay. Y'all are not forgiven. There's no coming back. Real life person that you would take back. Yeah. If you could. That's that I would have to beg for two. Is one of them Stacy. I wish that I could, but you only okay. giving me two. All right. Okay. So two. So I would definitely wish for my brothers to have their dad back. Okay. Um, I would wish for him to be able to experience being a grandfather. Yeah. Okay. I wish that he could see how much my baby loves fire trucks. He was the first black battalion chief in St. Louis and you city to it. be uh specific. Um, I know that my brothers, the guilt that they experienced. Um, because their relationships weren't with him, weren't what they should have been. My oldest brother um, embarrassing him like that by having those stolen goods in the house and having the police come into the house and take him up out of there in front of his dad, who's black history. Um, And my baby brother, who was at odds with him at the time that he passed and probably never got a chance to really say what he wanted to say because he was so young. Okay. Um, and then the other person would be my, my son's godfather. So my son's name, his first name is Akil Kwali, mm. which means wise truth. His middle name is Verley. His middle name is Franklin G. Verley's last name. Um, Franklin... Franklin, if you want to know about Franklin, Franklin is inducted into Legacy Park. So there's 
that's when Franklin uh, started the breakdown. It's because of him that we have that show. He started Like It Is Radio. He's responsible for Men Who Cook, which is the fundraiser mm-hmm. for my husband's organization. Every year, different um, businesses and organizations come together, cook their favorite dishes, and the community comes in and eats them type of style. Great uh, performances, but that was Franklin's gift to my husband because he believed in the work that they do so much. Um the there are things that happen in our community, especially politically, that Franklin knew so much about. His wisdom is so needed. There are things that happen even in my personal life and in our relationship where I'm like, if Frank was here, like <laughs> he had the answers. Yeah. He had the answers. Franklin had the answers. I mean, his nickname was Frank Adamus. Okay. He predicted that Donald Trump would win. Yeah. And they tried to crucify him for saying that. Like, but it was true and it yeah. happened. It wasn't that he wished it. He was explaining that y'all. Yeah. He said y'all Negroes are not active yeah. enough. Yeah. You're not. And you're not gonna be able to pull this one right. off. And yeah. he kept trying to say it. And so um he was very close to me and my husband individually. Um and so it was very difficult for us when he was transitioning into passing away. So he had a a car accident and he was rushed to the emergency room. He was still alert and things like that. He had to go into emergency surgery the next morning. I told him that he would be fine. So you'll be fine. You have to have it done. And... In that moment, that's when I realized he was paralyzed from the neck down because the entire time I had been holding his hand. Mm -hmm. And when he started saying that he was scared, then I stroked his face. And he said, thank you for touching me. That feels so like home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've been holding your hand this Mm -hmm. whole time. And then he had to have the surgery. And um, while he was under for the surgery, he had strokes that we did not know that he had. And so when he came out of it, there was I kept questioning, so why ain't my friend back? Yeah. And mind you, I was pregnant. Um, this all happened uh the the day before our gender reveal, which was supposed to be in their backyard. Mm. We were gonna cancel it, and he said absolutely not. Uh set his grass on fire. But <laughs> when we found out we were having a boy, um, I kept pressuring my husband, I really want to come up with a name because I know that we're gonna give him Franklin's name somewhere in there. Frank has other children that are named after him. He doesn't have any kids of his mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. But there are children who are named Frank, Frankie and Franklin mm-hmm. after him, but no one has his last name. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any children. And so we wanted to be able to give that gift to him. That was your honor to him. <laughs> so he was um he was alert enough. To cry when we told him that we were having a boy okay. and what his name was, but he was never the same. He was never going to be the same. Yeah. And so when his wife made the difficult decision to take him off of life support, um, he did not last two hours. Damn. And the day that he went in for the surgery, um, we went to receive his award for being inducted into the Broadcasters Hall of Fame on his behalf and the day that he passed away the breakdown received our very first award from the African Chamber of Commerce awesome huh? that's beautiful and so he went in with one and he yeah, went out with yeah. one yeah okay so um, okay and in time would you go back in time stay present in time or go forward in time you mean everything would stay exactly like no it you is got now? butterfly effect 
You got the butterfly effect. You go back in time. No, when you say things stay exactly like they are, do you mean like like present? Like every day is Groundhog Day? No, no, no. Present, <laughs> present is you. You like where you're at right now, so you want to keep on going. Now you can go in the future. Things might change though. I don't know what's gonna happen up there. Or, or you can go back in time and then like you could change some things that. Oh, I could go back and change things. Mm-hmm. But then you got the butterfly effect. You don't know what the you wrinkles is gonna fall out. Yeah, if you go back in time and change things, you don't know what ten years later is gonna change up. Yeah, you go back and give yourself the winning lottery ticket, <laughs> and now you ain't doing none of this, none of this giveaway stuff. I don't think that's true. If I won the lottery, I would have my I'm, orphanage. I'm just, I would. I'm just saying, you just go, but. You, yeah. Which you one? Which know. one? You going back in time, staying present, like going in the future? Mm-hmm. You know, I think the reason that back in time caused you is because of the people that you lost. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard to get over yeah. not wanting okay. your dad to hug you again, yeah. not wanting to smell a certain person, not. You mean like I could go back and I could hear Rachel's voice again? Like right. her laugh was so infectious. Like yeah. you don't know. <laughs> um, but I would still probably have to stay exactly where I am. No, that's right. I know that. I like. That. I, I, I would, think. I think most guests say right here. Yeah, where they right are. here. Yeah. Um, I'm. You know, my children are healthy and happy. My son has autism, so he has delays, but the progress that he's made in the therapy that he's been receiving. So we got him into early intervention when we first even had the inclination. After he got tested, um, he continued with early intervention. Once he was three, we finally came up on a list for ABA therapy, and then he's been there. He'll be going back to speech therapy now since ABA therapy has helped so much with him being able to follow instructions and to sit and things like that. And I'm I'm so proud of him like the different like depending on what level on the spectrum your child is on like people don't realize like stuff that comes normally for your children we have to work at that something as simple as making eye contact we have to work at that our our babies are more expensive like you can go and get a regular pair of shoes for your baby but I gotta get the ones that promote him not walking on his tippy toes like it's a a lot different he has sensory uh, issues so I can't just have him here and have that there but but um that you know with my stepson I try my very very best to fill this void that he has because you know we talk about Debbie dad so much I don't get up and I don't bash his mom and Mm -mm. things like that but you know just just know that it works it, both it, ways. It, it took it took it works both ways, and it took a whole lot of stepping up, stepping in, and stepping up. You know, yeah. but um, even even with that though, you know, I still will stay where we are. Um, we're we're at a place now. You know, I always encourage him to love his mom, but I also have to teach him boundaries yeah. too. You know, yeah. and it's it's a difficult it's a difficult road a difficult rope to walk. Because the last thing that you want to do is um, is to be responsible for a child growing up with unnecessary trauma right. or hatred for someone right. that they come from or who looks like them. I've done my best to promote a relationship with them. I've, mm-hmm. I've bent over backwards creating different events and yeah. things. Where they Google can, call. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she. But that's a, that's what comes with being a good parent. Though. Yes. But, but I, 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 and true, I say that to say, though, I would still say. Oh, yeah. 100%. I would still stay where I am. Okay. 
right. That was that's that was it, it for the interview okay. section of things. So I got one topic I want to get into real quick. It's a two-part topic. We get it out of here. And it has about being a good parent. So it's a perfect segue. I wouldn't segue. know nothing about this. It's a perfect though. segue. But that's why it's a two-part question. It's a perfect segue. So um, this came from seeing my son's frustration at me. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting now. Yeah. It comes from, so something happened in the house and I made a decision. It was something very simple, actually. I'll explain on the way. I, um, I know my son doesn't like certain things in his food, right? Mm-hmm. So I made, like, I had some chicken and I had peppers and onions. But for his, I just didn't put the peppers and onions. He just put his to the mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Now, when I put the food up, I mixed everything up together. So when he wanted to have some more, you didn't have it some more. Why did you do that? I, I was just trying to clean the kitchen you up, right? You to do it quick. So look, he came and he saw, I saw his face. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, nothing. I said, no. He explained to me what's going on. Talk to me, explain your frustration. And he's like, well, I just don't understand why you did it that way. And boom, boom, boom. I said, you know what? You're right. I said, you feel better? Yes. I said, okay, don't ever hold nothing in. Come to me, talk to me, be respectful about what's wrong. And we can figure it out. And we can figure it out together mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Because I don't want him going to be an adult and mm-hmm. not knowing how to express himself when he's, when he's frustrated with people. So my question is, as parents, how and should we give our children the space to express their frustrations when we as parents do things that they don't think is fair or things that they don't like? Oh, okay. That's a, all, that's a general question. Mm-hmm. Because, because you can, you don't have to be a parent to say that because mm-hmm. what people fail to realize is you were a child. You're somebody's mm-hmm. child and you know how you want to be talked to. So for my husband and I, the way that we operate, um, I, I keep saying my stepson because my, my baby, Mike... <laughs> He yours. Yeah. No, he's not. The baby baby ain't. Yeah, yeah he over in his own little yeah. land. You <laughs> yeah. know? And, but he does have his boundaries. Um, but with my with my stepson, whenever and I won't even just say with my stepson, because we have the other the other children there too, and they they get this exact same treatment. So if there's an issue on our end, we'll express, you know, this will we'll ask questions to make sure like I'm not tripping right. Okay, so then this is what has been going on. And at the end of it, we always go, do you feel any way? Like do you feel like I'm wrong mm-hmm. or you know, is is there the, some more explaining that or, needs to be done? And do you appreciate the way that I talk to you? Like do you yeah. feel like yeah. do you feel like my tone is making you feel comfortable enough to talk back to me right now? And um I appreciate it. Now, with the ones that are not biologically ours, it is difficult because yeah. they haven't had their freedom before. Right. And they, they take L's that don't be theirs to take. It's kind of heartbreaking, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. We'll get there to where they speak up for themselves right. and understand I can't always be there to protect you. You'll have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, my stepson, this is what he's pretty much been raised in the majority of his life. And so he's going to take his opportunity to right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, snap back. <laughs> but, but, he, but he's so sweet and he's an overthinker as well. Mm. And so he does a lot of times need to express himself what what we never want is for him to be confused about his emotions or his communication right and those are some things that we experience all the time especially with black people because we've always been told to be seen not heard mm-hmm. not suck to have up, an opinion suck it up don't talk up. back right. yeah. a question is talking back yeah. yeah that is absolutely not how we operate and i know that a lot of people still try to operate that way but that's because they're raising rude kids 
Mm. You, you're taking away your children's voice because you've raised them to be rude. So right. they're coming up to you. And I don't understand why and all that. And you feel disrespected. Right. But that their reflection, what, their reflection of you. And you got to check yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I love my stepson because he's a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. And I love what I see. I, he's such a good person. Yeah. He's a great communicator. <laughs> I love it. I love it when my boy feel wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my boy be like, hey, we got to take this to trial, yeah. please. Yeah. 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 Can we talk? Um, yeah. I would say that my my mother raised us to to have that. We had that open space to talk. Okay. To her. Now, like she said, there there you can get overly aggressive or overly you can get you can get be in your feelings and cop your attitude or whatever. But that's when you've taken it too far. Yeah. So you have to learn how to how to talk and communicate mm-hmm. in a proper manner. Like yeah. I can tell my mom, no, I don't agree with something. Right. And we can even at this age, we can go back and forth, mm-hmm. and then five minutes later. What you want for dinner? Yeah. But do you feel like your mom communicated effectively with you all growing up? Yes. Well, that's that's 100%. what it is. That's a blessing. You're, yeah. you're a reflection of her, and she yeah. loves yeah. what she sees when yeah. she looks now, at you. Now, a lot of women hate it because they're not used to wanting to cross somebody that can communicate, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then be like, yeah, they ready to call you sassy. Mad. I know you're mad at me. But I still gotta feed you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Let's go get something to eat. It's a man, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> that that <laughs> line like, right nah. there, man. Yeah. Me and my wife was at it a couple of days ago. I'm gonna get back to the story. Yeah. And I came in there and I said, do you want something? And she said, oh, you like me right now? I said, no, but I love you. Do you want something yeah, to eat? I'm That's gonna, a whole different topic for gonna, another day. We're going to eat. <laughs> hey, we're going to eat. Hey, we're going to eat. Don't get, don't get me started. That yeah. man sent a text so, message. I'm going to say, so you hungry. <laughs> yeah, but look, exactly. I didn't have that safe space going up with my dad. My dad was a single father. Yes, he was. Okay. Eddie Coco. Eddie Coco didn't play. Okay, it was, I said this, and this is what we're doing. Absolutely. Don't ask no questions. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Now, when my dad got married to my stepmother, she came in and changed the game. Mm-hmm. She softened him up. Yes. Yeah. And she was like, look, you can't just keep this grip on this boy. You got to give the, him the, free, the freedom to roam, mm-hmm. give him the freedom to make his mistakes, mm-hmm. and, and give him the freedom to talk and learn. That's yeah. the balance. Yes, that is mm-hmm. the balance. And I am the man that I am today because of that balance that she created. Mm-hmm. Um, you took my other two-part question, Reggie, and saying that you have the safe space to express your feelings mm-hmm. and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I just think it's very important as parents we give our you know, children say space. Parenting ain't perfect. It, it, there's no book that you can read that's going to tell you how to be a parent. And you can't raise one kid like you're raising the second kid. Absolutely. Boy. <laughs> and, and and also, um, can we get out of this space where we make it not okay for black boys to cry Man. and show emotion? Oh, no. Let me tell y'all. Come on. Listen, I will bring that baby into these bosoms and Man. come on and get that up off yeah. you, sweetie. Look. Get it up off you. My, my son, hey, too. Because hey, I'm a crybaby. I'll tell you right good, now. A good cry boy will release so much other well, that, things that, that you have to. Releasing that, but it also brings the level of acceptance in yeah, your family. Boy. They had an um, emergency lockdown at my stepson's school, and my baby, like, he did, he isn't exposed to, like, a bunch of violent movies and stuff. He play Fortnite. That's mm-hmm. as gutter as he gets. <laughs> and everything, everything else is too much. And he and he was scared to ask if he was allowed to have it. We offered Fortnite yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 they had the hard lockdown and you know his classmates and 
I'm sure that, you know, their parents are letting them, they got TikToks and all that. My stepson don't know who Nicki Minaj yeah, is right. or none of that. He just found out who Beyonce was. Yeah. He's in his own little world, yeah. but he's very cautious and he's very, like, logical and adult-like when it comes to being responsible. Mm-hmm. So when they started telling him that they had to do, have the lockdown, he started following procedure the other kids were playing. And they also weren't telling them exactly what was going on. And so um, they wouldn't let them call their parents. Mm-hmm. And it, it made him nervous so we didn't even know so when i picked him up from school he got in the truck and he's like whoa y'all didn't know oh hell (laughs) no they he got in the truck and she told you she pulls up to the scene can you imagine her out there outside of this school boy Boy, be some I got blickies too. Who is he? Yeah, don't, yeah. don't call me. <laughs> He's not the only one. With one. Where me. is he at? Because I need my kid out of yeah. there. <laughs> but but as we as we're driving um drive, driving home, and he's he's telling me he's like, man, that was someday. And I was like, well, you never said that before. What's going on? And he he's, he's telling me what happened. But I'm listening to his tone and his voice, and I said, I said, are you okay? And he, he started crying and he's like, it's just that I thought I was in real danger. Y'all, I whipped that truck. My husband always had to follow insurance claim. Yeah. I put that truck over so fast. Yes. And I hopped out and I got in the passenger seat and I wrapped him in my arms and I said, baby, just cry. And I explained to him, listen, I told him everything that he needed to hear to make him feel better yes. and to also understand, listen, did you forget when I told you I'll be on it? Yeah. I'll be on it. I'm, I'm boy, right I, I dropped it. that boy off the next morning. All he saw was that truck flip right back into the parking yep. lot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got to go in here and talk to boy, somebody. And, Ray, and yeah. raise some, and <laughs> raise some hell. Y'all finna have another lockdown. Yeah. And we all going to be up playing here Playing with these damn kids. Okay. I think that's it that's for today. It. For, yeah. We're going to keep it light. We did a whole lot of interview talking to you. Yes. It was great. Good. This it was good. It flowed. We learned so much about you. I liked it. I'm so glad we got to sit down with you. Like, I think the first time meeting you was at the Culture Fest yes. that they have on and they have here. And I'm so glad we finally um, got to sit down and talk with you and learn about you and learn everything you're doing. Where can they, where can they find you? Um, so on Instagram, you can go to AK's Closet Las Vegas. Um, that's for all of my community stuff. If you want to see like comedy and where I'm at comedy wise, AK the joke teller, just simply AK yeah. the joke teller. Nothing strange about it. And um, my OnlyFans is Lady AK, I think. Yeah. My TikTok, I don't really post a lot there, um, but it's Lady A to the K. And then on Facebook, it's AK McMorris. <laughs> Facebook won't let me change it. I cannot change it. It won't let me change it. Because people try to use that yeah. as my name. And I'm like, okay, that's my maiden name. Like, none of my right. information actually says that. And Facebook won't let me change it. So that's just what it is. But um, yeah, that's what they can find. Me. And when y'all book her, y'all ask her for a picture. Y'all yes. ask her for a professional picture. Do not go and take pictures <laughs> off of my dog on social media. Tell I again. have professional headshots. But not, that's not just me. Ask any artist, yes, how do real. you want your name to appear? Exactly. And can you send me over two headshots? Ask for two. That way you can yep. have your option to play around with it. But when I, but listen, y'all can keep bringing it back. Y'all remember on Casino? I'm sorry, Goodfellas? When I they, don't watch when, them. 
I, not you, not you stopped. <laughs> not you stopped when I said I, I ain't never worked. Over here. You remember, <laughs> you think you know a you remember the part on Goodfellas when he told them, don't buy nothing with this money. Yeah. They all showed to the thing. Bring it back. Bring yeah. it back when you got Take it. From all that that's, stuff it. Back. that's exactly what I'm right. saying, man. You send me a flyer with a selfie on it, bring it back. Yeah, right. Bring it back. You're going to have to bring it back. Do not circulate. I know that's right. All right, man. So uh, we out of here. We thank y'all for listening. We thank y'all for coming to spend some spending some time with us. Make the royal flush. It's actually pretty good. AK said omit the cranberry juice, and we're gonna try that. I, I, I said I substitute. I said substitute. substitute. Yeah, with pineapple juice. I yes. got some pineapple okay, juice. Pineapple juice. Okay. So hey, buy a hoodie, buy a t-shirt, follow us, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Buy a hoodie again. Sell it. We gotta sell stuff. Hey, we out. Peace. Peace. Hope you had a good time. I did. I did. I love myself.